Hey everyone, Michael Antonovich with Swap Moto Live here with another episode of the Midweek Podcast presented by Yoshimira R&D. Tyler Bierman had just unloaded his haul from Walmart into the barn at Adam LaRoche's house when we called. The building, complete with a bunkhouse, kitchen, full-size indoor basketball court, and a baseball batting cage is home base for Red Bull Imagination. For Bierman, that supply run might be the last time he goes anywhere other than the barn or the event site in the next week. Being a namesake and a creative force behind an event comes with responsibilities. For Bierman, it means welcoming the nine riders on the entry list, revealing the all-natural course that Jason Baker of Dream Tracks carved into the Kansas hillside, and competing during Saturday's final. But no role is more important than that of the guinea pig. TV knows how difficult it is to size up 100-foot-plus hits and doesn't feel right asking others to jump something he hasn't. That sense of purpose helped Bierman heal from his most recent injury, a compound fracture of the ulna and radius in his right arm, just in time for imagination. Red Bull Imagination will stream as a one-hour special on ESPN Plus in the U.S. on September 25th and through Red Bull's content channel soon after. You already know that Yoshimira makes the best exhaust options for Honda motocross and off-road bikes, but did you know they make great power for Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas? Yoshimira has been delivering power since 1954 and can make your bike run and sound the best it can. Visit them at yoshimira-rd.com to see how they can make your bike work. You're there in Kansas right now. After coming out there and seeing that last year, they really do just open up the complete gates for you guys, and you can turn that big piece of pasture into a wonderland for motorcycles. So how is it to be back on the site and getting ready for Imagination 3? Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Stoked to be back here. I came two weeks ago for a site check with Jason and the Dream Tracks crew, and and uh, they just had broken ground on day one of the, of the build this year. So there's a lot more build and infrastructure going into this year because facilitating fans in a live event is a lot more going on. So um, the first few days he spent just making pads for the bleachers, et cetera, et cetera. And um, that shit, that stuff got done pretty quickly. And now... It's just it, they moved over into um, just making all the options, more or less making a dirt skate park. And when I got there, I was only here for two days, two weeks ago, because I needed to come back and start riding. And um, I just got the creative juices flowing with Jason, just talked about a bunch of feature changes. And, and we were sitting there doing arts and crafts, making clay models of jumps and what I'd want to see and pulling inspiration from all these other action sports such as snowboarding and slope style snowboarding and slope slope style mountain biking. And, um, yeah, the course is, I, I just got back a couple of days ago and I'm here and just been walking around the course and it is, uh, I can confidently say it is the wildest thing that's ever been built period. Like it's a 100% dirt skate park on steroids. So everything that we had saw on the backside of that hill last year, that's like the whole bit now? Um, the whole course is the same size. The course is absolutely massive. Like I'd say it's close to three football fields big, um, covering close to 10 acres almost. But there's, uh, there's options on options on options. There's The whole entire course has taken a massive change, and we took into consideration that – with fans coming, we kind of had to change some stuff up so fans could see most of everything and knock some stuff a little bit down a little bit to kind of open, open up the dead zones. And honestly, there's um, there's too many jumps out there to hit in a five-minute run. So it's going to be really interesting to have two five-minute runs for the 
the riders and and you can literally hit two full different runs through a skate park more or less kind of like skateboarding or bmx park like you can do two completely different runs in five minutes which is absolutely mind-blowing and it's literally jason and his dream tracks crew it is a work of art like that's all i can say and i'm just really excited to have fans come and see it this year and be able to see it with their own two eyes and put that stuff into perspective because you know as good as i do that the cannot give anything justice on footage once you see it in person you stand on the ground and you see how big these mountains of dirt are it's pretty mind-boggling so um yeah just really really stoked for the next phase of this event and and uh watch it watch it grow wings and and spread its wings and fly yeah, dude, when, when I saw that they were going to allow fans to come out there, I was really excited for you guys because never will you get to see free riding in an environment like that because you just see for miles and miles and miles just these perfect green Kansas hills. It's so pretty, unlike anything else we see in free riding, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing and pretty special that we get to do it in such a special place. Like I've been places all over the world, some really beautiful spots, but – I can confidently say that no matter anywhere I've been, this is my favorite place on earth to come back to. Just obviously because of the course is the coolest course that I've like all the coolest jumps I've ever ridden all put together on a course. And then we get to stay in a really small town in Kansas in the middle of America. All, all the people are extremely nice. And, um, you know, the, the, the family, the LaRoche family, they're really tied in for, to the community here and they give back to the community and they own a foundation, a meat company, and they own all kinds of things. So, um, sorry, I had a call coming in. Um, so yeah, just, just the fact that the, the family is so giving, they allow us, they open up their house and their barn at their property for all the athletes. We get to stay at the barn. We get to, like we get to mingle and hang out with Adam and Adam is a very successful major league baseball player. And then he's played for years. So just the fact of how much he gives back to the community, um, he doesn't have to do this for us. And he does out of the good of his heart and he wants us to come here and he facilitated this event. And, um, it's just really cool just how giving they are and how they don't have to do that and don't have to help me, but they do out of the good of their heart. So, as much as I can do to give back to their foundation and their land um, is is the least that I can do because they've they've the, none of this would be possible without Adam and Jen LaRoche. You know, when we went there last year, I'll admit that I was um, a little uneasy because you never know how it's going to be on somebody else's property or anything like that. And just think of the scale of that event and all that. But then to go to the barn each night and then to see them, the food that they made, all of their friends that were around how Adam and that entire family made us feel. I was like, wow, dude, we feel like we're just there. You know, you guys camp at the barn on their property. So yeah, even though this looks like Red Bull could just cut a check on some big piece of land, Adam is so into it. And that's like a destination summer camp for all of you guys that whole week. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, like I said, it's my favorite place in the world. And from the, so the first day I ever came here and met Adam and came for the first site check ever after, um, and this is kind of a long story, but how I met Adam was I was at Jason Baker's facility, Moto Sandbox in Florida, and I was filming. We kind of got rained out. Jason told me that, hey, I got this 
this piece of property that I worked at in Kansas, it has a really cool rolling elevation on one hill. And we were talking about this event that I wanted to do and how cool it would be. And it literally, he told me we should go do a side check. We did a side check. I met Adam for the first time and he literally felt like family from day one. Him and his whole family took me under their wing and they were so cool about everything. And, you know, at, at year one, it makes you feel a little uneasy at things, but just how giving and nice they are, they have completely facilitated this whole thing. And what's cool about us coming into this small town, he's super tied in with a lot of the restaurants and catering and, and meet his own meat company and all that, that he's, we're giving back to the community by buying local food for catering and stuff for all the riders. Like we're the local restaurants. We're trying to keep everybody involved and, I know this. it's cool that the fans get to come this year and stuff, but we're in the middle of America, in the middle of Kansas. So it's it's a small town. There's not a ton of people. We've sold some decent tickets. I know people are traveling from all over the place, but um, I think just us giving back to the town, I feel like the whole, whole entire town of Fort Scott is going to show up and show out on Saturday. And I'm really stoked to just be doing it in such a cool place, unique place, and people are nice. And it's... Uh, yeah, it's 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 honestly it's it feels like a novelty. It feels like I'm living in a dream, but living in a an imagination land that's real life and that's that's the name of this whole game is Red Bull Imagination. All right. So getting into it right now and again, Fort Scott, if you're ever across the country, stop in because it is a very cool town like TV said. All right, you know, you're like you said earlier, you're getting back to it after a summer of healing. Um not a lot of time for you on the bike this year, but you know this is the event you have to be back on the bike and committed for. So How's it been to get over the injury this year? And then how are you feeling before this first jump? Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I mean, like I said, it was a bit of an unknown. When I first got hurt, I was really bummed because I was obviously missed X Games. But my my original thought was like, oh, I'm missing imagination too. And when I was in the hospital and I didn't quite know my recovery times and all that stuff yet, I was – the mind starts running, you know, you get in those dark, those dark holes after an injury and you're, you're just wondering and wondering and wondering. So I didn't know if I was going to be back in time or not, but I did absolutely everything in my power, worked with sports neurologists. Cause I had a, I ended up getting, when I crashed at Mammoth, I got knocked out for 10 minutes and they shoved an incubator down my throat to wake me up. And having, being out for that long and then waking up, in the hospital and not even knowing that I broke my arm was pretty scary. So just the, the amount of things that I've done working with sports neurologists through the Red Bull Athlete Performance Center and working with neurologists and reaction training and, and working my ass off with all the physical therapists, I've done absolutely everything in my power to get back on the bike for this. And yeah, the timeline's cutting it short, but at least at the end of the day, I can hang my hat on. I've done every absolutely everything in my powers to get back on for this event and try to be on the best I can. So at this point, whatever happens, happens. I'm okay with it. You told me before we started recording, you know how important it is for you to be the guinea pig uh, for all these other people that are on the list. And you will be you know, helping some responsibilities out with Josh and Axel there too. But just for you to be healthy and know when the things get kicked off next week, like you'll be good to go, huh? Yeah, I'll be good to go. Like like I said, I've been out here for a couple of days just riding my e-bike around every, everywhere. And that's one cool thing about being here and seeing the Dream Tracks crew create all this is 
you're mentally hitting it in your head over and over and over and over and over. And I know, you know, you tend to keyboard warriors want to say that like, Oh, it's like I have an advantage, but this whole thing is like coming out of my brain too. And just making sure be, it, it, there's a lot riding on me because my everybody that I'm inviting is like my friends too. And I do wouldn't hate to see something happen. And, and I know how gnarly it is what we just built and it's not really your typical jump. So it's really takes a lot of dedication, skill and, and, a, and a really strong mindset to get over this. So that's the biggest thing being a Guinea pig. I'm just trying to get my friends over all this stuff safely and just let them, just put the trust in me that if you hit it, if it's this distance at this gear, like just trust yourself, your power and your, and your skills on the bike and, and just commit, you know, you kind of just got to turn the brain off sometimes and just go for it. And, and that's the best thing I'm trying to camp counselor TB is going to try to continue that, that tradition, I guess. And, and, um, yeah, just get everyone over it safely. That's the name of the game. Like last year we had 12 riders and everyone got out in one piece and we didn't really have any crashes. So that's the goal this year. I just want to see this thing. Like that's that's also a scary part. Like I said, a lot rides on me because I'm building such a crazy course that it's it makes it hard for me like to just invite anybody because like you wouldn't want to see just anybody ride this thing, right? So um it's it's a lot riding on me but at the end of the day like i'm just stoked to be able to build something so cool for myself and my friends and hopefully we'll open up the doors to to so many other kids coming up to to have fun and and it's not all about race results and wins and and tricks and medals and stuff it's there's a lot more that goes into it so it's about having fun on your dirt bike you know, when I got there last year and I drove over, uh, admittedly, I was like, dude, I really hope I don't see somebody stack it up because this is big stuff and there's a very thin margin of error out there. But then when I got there and you guys were all scouting the lines out, you know, you broke the tape measure out. Everybody was kind of hand motioning what they would hit to see the camaraderie that everybody had together of like, oh, no, they're going to help each other out. If they're all a little bit worried about it, they're going to carry each other through it. That was cool. I think it put everybody at peace of mind. But then the other thing that I really noticed about being there last year was just, like, the camaraderie of everything. People that we had heard, like, you know, social media beef and this, this, and this. Dude, everybody was homies last year from start to finish. And I think that that was a cool deal, that everybody comes together for you. Because, no, like, to the same pressure that you put on yourself, they all don't want to frustrate you because they know how much you have on the line. Like, the rider list that's there, they know how much you put in on this. So, to see, like, Axel, Parsons, Golden Hill, Dresser... And then the new people you have coming in, they're people that really do rep for UTV. Yeah, and it's cool. I think the biggest part about this whole thing is like free riding it comes like a lot of free riders have an amazing personality, and like the, you can see their personality speak through their their motorcycle, and that's what this is. This is a a full art installation of you know this whole course is is your blank canvas and your dirt bikes, your paintbrush. Like there's, this isn't about tricks. This is about just a motor, a motorcycle skate park to, to, to keep your flow and hit as many jumps as you can and make it as cool as you can. So the whole goal of this thing is, is 100% about content. And, and, you know, that's, what's hard of you see the days of the sessions and all of us feeding off each other and pulling each other over this. Like those are some of the best days. And in my opinion, free riding is very subjective and, that's 
when sessions like that and days like that in practice, those are the, those are the times that the best riding comes out, you know, that that's why most of us at free riders are free riders now because we didn't like the competition of racing. So like the competition, putting the competition on it is hard. I think it's really cool because it kind of gives an opportunity for up and comers to, to be able to be like, Oh cool. This is something to work for and, and, and results and all that. But at the end of the day, the content is what's most important for this whole thing. And, um, that's, you know, that's how a lot of us pay our bills is, is making content. So, um, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like it's awesome to have the 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 competition on top of it, but at the end of the day, like I think some of the best riding comes out of those sessions. And and who knows? You never know how. There's a million ways to skin the cat on this whole event, but being able to to set it up with where we can have a group of guys and be able to just film and then bring in fans at the end and not necessarily have the competition on it would be cool. But there's like I said, there's so many ways you can skin the cat and it's just a massive work in progress and we're learning as we go. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I, I wear, I put a, I put this whole event on my back and I care so much about it. It's just cause I'm so passionate about it that there's a lot riding on me and there's a lot of hats that I wear. I'm out here like working with the tractor guys and like trying to give them ideas and, and, and give them my, my two cents on how I think the lip should be angled or this or that landing should be angled or steep, like how steep the landing should be. I'm out there doing that. I'm out there working with the film crew to figure out best places to film. I'm out there. I'm, I'm doing so much stuff and, and just it's, it's, it's honestly, I'm learning so much in the process and I'm just super thankful to even have this opportunity and watch my imagination unfold with my own two eyes. And it's just kind of crazy to see how much it's grown. And, and moving into this year, we have three days of, of practice, a rest day, and then 1,500 people come in on Saturday. We get to compete in front of 1,500 people. And then five days later, an hour-long ESPN show gets to drop on primetime ESPN to so to take this to new eyeballs and the masses is is honestly something that I could have never dreamed of and it's beyond my imagination I've um you know if I was to tell my 10 year old self that I was going to be filming and making a TV show is uh I would have told myself I was crazy when I was that young so um it's just cool to see how far it's came so in a short period of time and and uh, it's just such a cool thing, man. You know, um, I like everything you just said about free riding because that segues like perfectly into the next thing. What you guys have been doing these last few years as a guy that watched freestyle in the last little bit, and then guys like you and Hill go through the not going to be a racer transition, but trying to see where your place in the industry was. Dude, where free riding at is is at right now is great. Uh, I talked to Josh Hill and Jimmy Hill at Unadilla a few weeks ago, and just to see where all of you guys are able to make money and put out video parts and find your fill in the industry has been huge. Uh, and then, like you said earlier, X Games has a competition element to it still. You guys have the competition element to this now. And then, you know, for that ESPN show to drop is huge. Where do you see free riding at right now, and how excited are you to be kind of one of the guys guiding it after what you put in? Um, yeah, I think it's amazing. Honestly, like, I grew up on – I was obviously a racer for years and years and years, but I grew up watching all these movies and – terra firmas and crusties and and steel roots and all how all these guys are in between racing going out to the hills and free riding and making content and that kind of fell off for a long time so to be able to 
have have the kind of guidance i guess from one of all of our really great friends twitch jeremy stanberg um to have him kind of show us that about the the free riding stuff and about creating content and him being able to grow up around that like coming off my racing career and him making movies like it just got me super inspired and then you can you know the the whole story of free riding goes back to all those guys in the in the early days and then you know ronnie renner really took it took it by the balls and and he was a, a massive free ride influence and and helped grow this sport and between him and then moving into twitch and then social media dropping it's something it's a tool for us to be able to have fun on our motorcycles and, and create content at the end of the day and just give people what they want to see and i feel like the average joe at home can relate more to what we're doing rather than eli tomac going being a minute a minute in front of second place or Eli and Chase being a minute and a half in front of second place at Paula on the last, like it's just uncomprehendable almost. And and I think, you know, like I love freestyle too. And I, and I really, you know, I'm super good friends with all the freestyle guys. Like I love all the freestyle boys, but this whole imagination event is not about the biggest tricks and freestyle. And like, we're building that's unorthodox features to be able to, to more or less emulate a skate park and a skate run on a dirt bike. So um, we're just, it's just cool to see how far this things came pulling inspiration on all the other action sports. And uh, yeah, it's just a really cool thing that I think I've kind of created and it's really cool for the, the sport of free riding. I think there's going to be a lot more kids coming up that just have fun doing what they do and not taking the fun out of it, but trying to, get to the next race and spend, I don't know. There's just a lot that goes into it, but, um, that's what we do. That's why we ride motorcycles is because it's fun and free riding is, it keeps it fun for us. All right, TB, I know you got a ton to do. Uh, you've hit every nail on the head on this one. Uh, I can't wait cool. to see you and talk about this. So the last thing. And, and I got one more thing too, that I wanted to talk about with this whole thing. Like, yeah, this, this whole imagination event, it's, it's such a, it is my imagination on paper that, that I came out here the first year and it was a grass hill and no, no elevation whatsoever, basically, compared to what I'm at in California. And sitting up there and drawing the track around this grass field up in the tower for the first time before any of it came to life and to see how far it's progressed over the last couple of years. This is, yes, my imagination, but just as much in my imagination it's just as much Jason and the Dream Tracks crew. These guys, I'm so, so fortunate to be able to be linked up with, in my opinion, the best, best dirt workers in in the industry. And him and his whole crew, they all ride. And I just how much trust I've built in these guys over the last three years, and it's it's pretty amazing. So again, like I said, it's just as much their imagination as it is mine. Like it's a massive collaborative effort, and when you co collaborate on the best crews, you, magic happens. So um, it's just really cool to be able to be a part of this, or to be able to create this with such an amazing dude of Jason Baker and his whole crew. And um, yeah, it's just I'm really stoked to give him the opportunity to build all these crazy weird features that he's always wanted to build in his head, but he just hasn't had the time or opportunity to do it because, you know, he builds test tracks, he builds facilities, and everything's got to be to scale. Like a rhythm lane's got to be three feet, five feet. Like 
everything's got to be to scale exactly. So he's done so much of that that he's never have had creative a uh, creative freedom going into something like this. So just the, the way our both of our brain brains work, it, it's it's so funny because we think we think and see things exactly the same. So um, anything that he is like, oh, what do you think about this? About this? About this? I'm like, yep 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 like we see things exactly the same so just wanted to give a huge shout out to him and his whole crew because none of this would be possible without him and yeah just like you guys like i was i've been hyping up this year like i just cannot wait for people to see what jason has created it is 100 percent the biggest art installation i've ever seen with a john deere dealership delivered out to the e3 ranch so um it's it's pretty unbelievable and it's this when last year when i thought it couldn't get any crazier it definitely just took that next step and we're climbing the ladder with this thing and and um just like i said stoked to watch it grow its wings and spread its wings and fly i mean tb i you are so on it right now that you went into the shout outs without even me asking you to do it like that's (laughs) today so that was the last thing i was going to tell you shout out who you want to i know Jason is a huge part, but like Steve Shear at Red Bull, Danielle, yep. Eric Perinard, you know, there's so many people that make next week happen. Yeah, there's there's so many moving parts, and that's one thing that I can't reiterate enough. I, like, there's this is just as as much as this is my imagination. There's so many people behind the scenes working tirelessly all year, and um, everybody at Red Bull, it's is such an amazing partner to be working with on this because they see dreams and and aspirations and people's imaginations and help make them reality so everybody behind the scenes at red bull and steve shearer and and eric doomer um there's so many people to thank like uh you get the whole entire film crew that like wes williams and his whole film crew and i've worked with them for years so we have an amazing relationship um Obviously, E3 Ranch, Jen, Jennifer LaRoche, and Adam LaRoche, none of this this whole thing would not be possible without them and them being so kind to open up their land to us and being so cool about it. So the E3 Ranch, E3 Foundation, E3 Meat Co., um, they give back and just they're, they're literally the the heart and soul of this whole thing. So um, on top of that, definitely the whole Dream Tracks crew, is uh he they, Jason's got a crew of like five dudes that work with him and they're all second to none. So thanks to all those boys and then um, John Deere for helping bring out all the equipment. We got Inchcon for the excavator bucket. We got Felco helping us with a new roller that attaches to the excavator bucket. Um, there's so many people to thank and so many moving parts to this whole thing and. Um, this company, Frankie Bird Inc., that does all the the um, the scheduling on everything and does all the operations, and they're they're awesome to work with. And then Steve Miller and the whole S SCS Unlimited crew that does all the branding. Like, there's so many moving parts to this, um, but it all boils down to Adam and his generosity to give to help make this event happen. It's been fun to talk one-on-one with people like Dave Prater, Carrie Hart, Andrew Baccarosa, Bruce Sternstrom, Jeff Crutcher, and Ryan Ragland about whatever I want. And that's thanks to everyone at Yoshimira R&D for supporting this feature. Check out Yoshimira's website and social media accounts for more great content.